0: Hey everyone, welcome to this week's sermon podcast of B-Church. Here you can listen to our latest weekly sermons for your spiritual growth. We believe that this message will really bless you. May the peace of God just be in you this morning. Are you blessed? Know that the Father loves you. You know that? That God has got a plan and a purpose for you. Amen? Alright, you'll warm up. It's okay, you're allowed to preach with us. And I'm excited because last year we were on a journey and and we started somewhere and God was taking us somewhere. Amen. Amen. And who of you believe that we're still on a journey? All right. we, We haven't arrived yet. We need to take on fullness. We need to take on shape. We need to get to a place where we see what God has in store for us, the fullness that we can walk and move in that. Amen. All right. So I want to tell you again that this year we are on a journey and we're going somewhere and we're going to keep on laying foundation and keep on building and equipping ourselves in the Word of God and that's what God's Spirit wants to tell us so that we can be ready and we can be active in His kingdom. Amen. All right. Praise God. Father, thank you, Lord, that you will wake up the people and that the spirits will receive that which you have. Amen. Maybe you're fasting and maybe your energy is a bit low. All right. But I want to start sharing out of the book of 1 Corinthians 12 from verse 26. Let's read together if they can put that on the screen. Um, 1 Corinthians 12 from, from verse 26 is If one member suffers, all suffer together. If one member is honored, all rejoice together. Now you are the body of Christ and individually members of it. And God has appointed in the church first apostles, second prophets, third teachers, then miracles, then gifts of healing, helping, administrating, and various kinds of tongues. Are all apostles? Are all prophets? Are all teachers? Do all work miracles? Do all possess the gifts of healing? Do all speak with tongues and and do all interpret? But he says, but earnestly desire the higher gifts and I will show you still a more excellent way. Amen. Amen. So I want to speak on a concept this morning of of a proton believer, a proton believer. Maybe that sounds weird, but it's not weird. All right. I won't teach you anything weird. I'm going to teach you something wonderful because we've got an apostolic nature and character, what God is busy shaping. And and God, it says that, and God appointed in the church what? First, apostles. And that word first is the Greek word proton. Proton. Alright, so it's a biblical word, it's the word proton. And God calls us, we all believers, amen? Amen. If you're not a believer, we want to give you a chance after this to to give your life to the Lord, to submit to His Lordship and surrender to Him. But proton is the word in the Greek which means first. That's what the word means and that's why it says, and He gave to the church first apostles. Proton apostolos. First apostles. Alright, right. it's, it's the word that we find and, and the meaning, if you go and look the word proton, then all the definitions, it says first in time, firstly in time, first in place, all right, first in, in order or importance, beginning at the beginning or chiefly, first of all. So it gives a description of, of what? So because God calls us as an apostolic people apostolic people are proton people are proton believers that's that's who we are we have a culture of the apostolic in other words every what it just means is it goes first it goes first in what we do in other words we pioneer we break ground God wants to bring freedom God wants to bring movement amen so I don't know if you've seen farmers when 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 our parents went to Zambia they got there, so there was a lot of wood, so they had to, to deforest first the, the ground and take all the rocks and everything out before they could have prepared the land. So, so they were sent in first to prepare, and they had to work. It was work, so, so there was a mission, but they had to go first, and then there was a, a working. So part of this church's calling and nature is to be apostolic in nature and apostolic in character. That's what God is busy raising up and, and busy doing Alright, and, and apostolic means sent once. That's why we, we, we are involved locally. We have missions because we're not just sitting and it's not a us four no more. Amen. It's, it's sending. We, we, we call to be and to move. The word apostle um, was actually this. It's a delegate sent forth with orders. A delegate sent forth with orders. So, so we all have orders. Come on. Matthew twenty eight nineteen says, Go then ye therefore and? make disciples of all nations. We call it the Great Commission, but actually it is your apostolic mandate. It is your calling. It is your, 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 your order that God has given. It's a delegate sent forth with orders. So God sends us forth with orders and God desires a proton people. Somebody has to be first. Somebody has to go. Somebody has to be sent. And, and somebody, so, so are you part? Are you, do you believe that God calls you to be first you see it was never God's will to just have apostles God's intention is actually a company an apostolic company an apostolic community of believers that's our nature where we're part of uh, I'll get to the nature of that but part of it is to have dominion to to expand to rule to reign to that what God said in the garden of Eden that was our nature actually there's a part because the fivefold because he says, first, the apostles. So we're just going to focus on that today. But then he says, then second, the prophets and the, the teachers and all these things. But the, 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 the church of Christ is built on the foundation of the apostle and prophet. It's two functions that need to go first to lay foundation because we don't just build. We start on a foundation. The foundation has to be set first before we can build. Amen. So that's why it says first. All right. How, how are we going to take the city? How are we going to get this area for Jesus? How? All of us, we need to start moving in that taking ground, taking dominion. There where you are, in your office block, in your place. I love Apostle Howard and Secunda. They say uh, they, they, their church is called Eternal Praise City. But, but they, they take the city block by block. They're busy buying block by block, taking the city. Come on, that's how we get to that place. Just imagine if we can start moving and we take the city block by block. We own it because the church of God owns it and, and we move and we, we have influence in, in this area and we have influence in the environment. And, and therefore, you see, part of the nature of the apostolic is more and more there's an urge in you to pioneer. I believe that God has said that, that one of the things, there's an anointing this year for businesses, to start businesses. Who of you have got a desire to start A business. Raise it up high. Come on. Don't be shy. Look around you. It's not just one or two. Come on. Keep it up high. Father, I pray that that, that you will see these hands and that you will move on their behalf. That you will move, Father, and do according to your will. Amen. Thank you. There's an urge to pioneer. To start something. To expand. To to remodel. To to rethink. to, To restructure. Who of you has got a desire to own property? Come on. That's part of the apostolic nature. You'll see when, when, when God starts to move us, more and more you'll have a desire to say, I need to, I cannot be a slave to a system. I cannot be, uh, uh, you know, just submitting to this or that. I need to, to own God. There's an urge to, to actually work it and to own it and to, to be the, 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 the ruler of that thing. God wants to give you that it dominion. It's just part of the nature. It's part of the, the character you see, so that's part of the anointing. And, and when God releases that, then it means that, that you have the anointing, the grace to start walking in that, the grace to carry that. You see, the Holy Spirit is sent to us. The Father, Jesus says, wait for the promise that the Father is going to send. All right? So, so the Holy Spirit is sent to us. He's a sent one. So, so He's also an apostolic spirit. But then in return, He lives in us, but He sends us. Come on. He sent to us, but He sends us as well. So, thank you. When the apostolic spirit is present within a church, when we have a company of believers, we start walking in an apostolic authority and in an apostolic power. We will start manifesting certain characteristics. Things that set us apart. Is this too new for you? Okay. Alright. We're going to lay a foundation. So we're going to start to function in the fullness of what God is calling us. Because we're saying it the whole time that God is calling us. We've got to function all these things. But now it's a time to start walking in these things. And God anoints us. So, so first thing, proton believers, first, those who go first are a saint ones. John, John 20, 21 said, Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you as the Father has sent me. So even I am sending you. Come on, say, I am sent. I am a sent one. I'm a sent. And when he said, as he breathed on them, said, receive the Holy Spirit. You're just not sent. You receive the Spirit of God to move and to walk and to take you somewhere. And, and, and so proton believers, when, when, you, when you're part of this, where God wants to stir you to have dominion and to take authority, take, take um, in cities or take areas, you have an awareness upon you of being sent. There's an awareness upon you that Jesus is the sender. We live by Jesus. John six fifty seven says, As the living Father sent me, and I live because of the Father, so whoever feeds on me, he also will live because of me. Come on. We have an awareness that we live because of Him. We are sent by Him. We are called with a mandate. All right, We draw our life and our strength from Jesus, the one who sends us. Our desire is to do the will of that the one who sends us. Amen. John 6, 38. For I've come down from heaven not to do my own will, but to do the will of Him who sent me. That's the nature of a proton believer is to do the will of the Father, the one who has sent you, to go and do His will, not your own agenda. You don't bear witness of your own works, but you of His works. That's what He wants to do through you. John 5, 36 says, Jesus says, the testimony that you have, that I have, is greater than that of John. For the works that the Father has given me to accomplish, the very works that I'm doing, bear witness about me that the Father has sent me. Come on. When we are sent ones, the Father will back up your sending. One amen. Come on. I say when you are sent ones, the Father will back you up. He says that these works bear witness in what I'm doing that the Father has sent me. When you are sent, God backs you. Signs, miracles, wonders, these things will happen. It will take place, but you need to say, yes, I understand my identity and that I'm sent. Our, our motivation is to do that what is pleasing unto Him. His will, not my will. John eight twenty nine says, He who sent me is with me. And he's not left me alone, for I always do the things that are pleasing to him. Come on, what did Jesus say? He says, I'm going away. He says, I've done great things. But he says, we will do even greater things. God backs us. When he sends you, God will back you. God will back you up. And he says that, I will come and as I send you. In other words, one of the natures, proton believers, as we are called, we are not man pleasers. We are God pleasers. We are are not man pleasers. We, We are sent to do the will of the Father. And we are sent to release life, the life that's in Him. He says, for you eat me, you feed on me. That's why I say you have to eat the word in the season. We live not by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds. You have to eat the word. Jesus says it. I am in the Father, He's in me, and you eat of me and you'll be in me. You're called to shift the atmosphere where you walk in. You see, it's like Peter, it was not doctrine, it was an observation of the community that, hey, when the men of God walk and the thing that they carry, something shifts the atmosphere. Something happens that when they walk, he says, Peter is over there, he's on his way to the temple. He says, just bring the sick, just get them to the road that when he walks and his shadow falls on them, they're being healed, they're being delivered. Mean They stole Apostle Paul's aprons and tools and things because of the anointing that he carried just to lay the hands, just to get delivered. We need to get to a place that, that there's a hunger, desire to say, We want to see life and change, that that, that which you carry will shift an atmosphere. But God calls you to be a river, not a dam. All right, a river flows. Why is the Dead Sea dead? Do you know? It doesn't flow. There's only a flowing in, but there's no flowing out. You, you cannot just say more, Lord hungry, more of you, but there's never a release and a flow from your life. God gives to you so that you can give. Come on, there's a new measure God wants to give to you. Amen? So, so you call to shift atmosphere. Proton believers are pioneers, the, the first that goes. So let's look at that characteristic. What does it mean to go to be first? All right. First refers to responsibility. You carry responsibility. You, you re, first refers to an inheritance and a blessing. You carry that. It refers to authority. There's advantages in being first. Being first is a favorite position. It's like when you're say, Accept for any car. All right. There's certain advantages. There's a privilege. So, those who are first. So there's different callings, different places. But those who are first are pioneers. Proton believers are pioneers. In other words, they're trailblazers, they're pathfinders, they're people who set the tone and the direction for the church and for what God wants to do in a community. They set the tone, alright? Believers, they're pathfinders, they, they explore, they, they're forerunners, they're instigators, come on, they're innovators. So if you want to start a, a business, you need to be innovative, you need to be creative, you need that, that plan of God. Pioneers means to set in motion, to take the first step, to take the initiative, to lead the way, to establish, to to lay the first stone, to usher in. That's all the meanings of first. So God calls you to take that first step or to usher in or to to start laying or to lead the way. Or, you know, the nature of the apostolic is, is the desire to take territory. That's why you will see even in the business world, you will start to realize that suddenly there's a desire to and the urge to, you need to own land. You, you're not going to say, let rent, let, let's rent the property. You're going to say, hey, let's buy the property. Come on, there's a, there's a different thing that stirs within you when, when God shifts your mind and starts calling you and saying, I want you to walk in a nature and in a character. God gives you the desire you, you want to start. You, 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 you don't want to be subject to a system and all these things. Come on, there's a principle that whatever hits the head, flows to the rest of the body okay so whatever hits the head flows to the rest of so so god has been shifting us as a church and if god is transitioning us into the apostolic it means that that when we become apostolic in nature that when you are part of this church when you're part of this house when you when you are covered it means that that what surrounds the house and that what the nature of the house is and what we carry you it becomes your benefit you share in the spoils. Come on. One of the words that, that speaks, that, that um, I've shared it last, last year, but, but one of the pictures of that was uh, like a basket surrounding the house, basket things that you put in and carry it. It says that, that when you come, because God's, God's wineskin, one of the models that God forms is family. And when you're part of the family, you start sharing in the inheritance of the house. That what we carry, you carry, it, comes upon your life. Whatever hits the head flows to the rest of the body. That's why it says pray for your leaders. One of the trademarks of the apostolic is also the ability to endure hardships. I don't know if you've been through hardships. But maybe God has been working in your character because He calls you to pioneer. He calls you to break ground. He calls you to say that, hey, I will, I will help you. I will give you a grace. But one of the natures of this in, in what God calls you to be first, a proton believer, is to carry hardships. To walk in a new grace that will sustain you. Come on. There's a new endurance and I pray that God will release that over you. That whatever you do, you won't quit. You won't quit. You will keep on seeing that that God has given vision and you will make a way. Because one of the natures of the apostolic is that, hey, you can walk in the ways of others. But you will even make ways where there haven't been ways before. You will start breaking new territories. You'll just bring new trails. You'll just form new things. Now, let me just lay this down again. When he says, first, apostles. He didn't mean that they put us the highest authority. All right? They're the one. There's no hierarchy system. There's no system where apostles is the top order and then it flows a prophet and all. No. What he meant first is he speaks about function and process. Come on. Function and process. Say function. Function. That's what he does. He says, first, because apostles are the pioneers and they're the guys who prepare the ground and they're the guys who who form the foundation so that the building can come all right you don't just put a building there you first prepare the ground get the foundation amen so it's the function of the apostle function of proton believers is to go first all right it's not that you're more important it's your function there's a process all right When you wake up in the morning, you have a certain process of order of things that you do, right? So, So there's a process. First, the foundation. Then we prepare the ground and all these things and you have to take territory. Then the rest come and we build and we teach and we put structure and we form this house and we make it. We decorate it. It becomes beautiful. All these things. Does it make sense? All right. So it's not more important. It's first in function and process. And that's what God wants. We follow the example of Jesus. Hebrews 3, verse 1 says, Therefore, holy brothers, you who share in the heavenly calling, consider Jesus the apostle and high priest of our confession. Jesus was first. Jesus is a a first fruit among the brethren. He's the one that went first before us. You see, it's beautiful in the culture of, of the Bible time when you were a firstborn, it doesn't mean necessarily you are the oldest doesn't necessarily mean that you are born first it refers to actually not order but rank it refers to a rank that the firstborn is the one who possessed the inheritance and the leadership not third or fourth or fifth you could be the firstborn called it it's something you possess leadership inheritance and now it expresses the sovereignty of christ he says that he's the firstborn of creation come on he's the firstborn of us The church is built on the foundation of the apostles apostles and prophets, but it says there's no other foundation than Jesus, the cornerstone. Jesus is the one we build on Him. There's no other foundation. Amen? But we prepare so that something can be built up. So first, I'm going to give you some examples in a while. But first, in power and authority means there's a ruler or a leader. First in rank represents a captain or general. There's first in knowledge. There's first in time means the pioneers. First in lineage means our patriarchs. First in revelation speaks about a prophetic people. First in suffering means the martyrs. First in believing is the first fruits of them that believe. Same with receiving, the, the first fruits of them that receive. The blessing represents the firstborn. The first thing possessing is a Joshua generation that took the inheritance, the, the promise. First thing, breakthrough represents a people of new levels. So proton believers, people that God calls as proton believers, are people of breakthrough. Come on. A breakthrough is significant or sudden advance or a development. It's, it's Although it's significant, you know... Breakthrough is this. It's an act of instance of removing, surpassing an obstruction or a restriction. And I believe that God is raising you up to become people of breakthrough. To break through new territories and new regions naturally and spiritually. Come on, when, when you move and you're calling your identity, it's not just spiritual. When you move, it's naturally and spiritually. There's cutting, you're a cutting edge believer. Come on. You are at the forefront of what God is doing. You are right there in the, you, you, you follow paths as I said what others have made but sometimes you start making a new path. You start breaking through and, 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 and doing, you live by faith. Not on what people say but you live by the word of God. One of the characteristics is that they are, uh, 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 pioneers are dependent and independent. Pioneers are independent from the control of men but they're very dependent upon the Holy Spirit. That's what God calls us to do. They refuse to be controlled. Opinions of man doesn't matter. You know, if i going to tell you how many people told us, be wise, don't do this, don't do that. You know, how can you? We would have been here today. Pioneers are not controlled by the opinion of men. In, uh, there's actually a part, let me get to that. We're not controlled by religious organizations that doesn't want to change or things, you know. We we recognize that what we do, we cannot do without God. Come on, whatever you do, you cannot do it without God. God wants to bring breakthrough over you, and God wants to bring breakthrough through you. God wants to bring the fullness of identity to who you, to who you are. There's a scripture, 2 Corinthians 5:13 says. For if we are beside ourselves, it is for God. If we are in our right mind, it is for you. That word that he says, beside ourselves, means that a little bit crazy. Pioneers are often considered a little bit crazy. Alright? Because you see what other people cannot see. You're going to do certain things that other people think, man, you've got faith. They cannot see. It says... If we are beside ourselves, out of our mind, it is for God. If we are in our right mind, it's for you. So there's a reason that, that sometimes we have a little bit of a madness or a being crazy. You know, a lot of people sometimes say, yes, that man is wild. He does crazy stuff. You see, but, but when God calls you to pioneer, you're going to do stuff that doesn't be, that's not sound to natural men. It's not normal to natural men. You operate beyond what is considerable or considered normal. You operate on a new level. There's a different faith. You you go beyond the limitations of reasoning. Come on. That's why you have to renew your mind the whole time so that you can know what is the will of God. That's what he says. Don't be conformed to this world. Be, Be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you can know what is the will of God. Amen. I'm almost done. proton people they live by faith they're not controlled by fear we live by faith not by fear you see our reputation and what people think of us doesn't come before obeying God Our, our reputation is not so important it's more important for us to obey God and follow Him to do that what is pleasing unto Him than the opinions of people your reputation doesn't matter God will give you the right reputation when you follow Him. You see, it takes a great deal of strength to be a proton believer. Because many times a lot of energy is spent to advance the purposes of God and what He wants to do. So sometimes, let me say this, proton believers, what is the word proton? We know the word prototype. Come on. Before this table was built, there was a prototype. It was a first do you see what it makes sense? It's, it's not something weird. It's God puts first. There was a prototype. You have to, to see something in your mind and then you start saying and speaking it and then it, it starts to become. Remember, there's no difference between word and a thing. In Hebrew, the word dabar means word and thing. It, it means your words carry substance. So, so this was a prototype. That's, the, uh, that's from the Greek word proton. And prototype is a model. It's a standard it's a it's a set of standards you see so so god calls us to to set up or rise up models for future generations to follow there's a prototype is a paradigm god wants to shift our paradigms it's a pattern all right it when we we, we need to focus on the new wine skins that god's releasing in this hour god is releasing certain patterns have you have you realized that that actually since COVID God is trying to get our attention to say, "Hey, I want to shift and do things differently. Don't just do things the old way the whole time." Have you realized that? It's as if we've known church and the structures and all the ways we do things, and 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 I believe that that God is trying to get our attention. That it's as if when COVID brought everything to a stop, we started to adapt. We started to do different things in different ways, and when you know all the restrictions lifted, it's like. Now we just can continue in the old way as normal. And it's as if God says, I want you to change your thinking. I don't want you to continue in the old ways as normal. There's a different wine skin. There's a new pattern that God, there's a new prototype. And it's not weird. It's in God's word. He, he won't ever contradict himself. But, you know, we've been so in, in our little mindsets and with, 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 with things in our eyes, you know, that we, we have tunnel vision. We cannot see what God wants to do. Or sometimes we are so used to our structure that we are so afraid to move out of that. But God wants to start causing you to become a people of vision. To become a people that will go and break the ground. That the people that will say, I will be first. I will be a pioneer. I will be a send one. I will come because God gives you when He sends you. He gives you His anointing. He gives you His grace. He gives you His ability to do those things even where other people think, it's impossible, impossible because prototype means this it means it's a pattern of believers, a proton church, it's a pattern church, but a pattern is something that can be duplicated. Come on, if you think about duplication in the Bible, what do you hear? Discipleship, discipleship. Go and make disciples. There needs to be a, a duplication. So, so what, we, what we are living in now and what God is busy shaping in this hour, you are busy pioneering and partnering with God, shaping this new thing with God in this very moment. Come on, say, you are part of that. I'm part of this. God speaks to us and we, we facilitate the transition and where we're moving. But you are part of facilitating and shaping this new thing with God. Proton believers live a lifestyle that can be duplicated in other places. You see, we cannot go and we look like the world where we go. We look the same. We are actually very carnal Christians. You cannot. You see, you look different and you go and you establish the new prototype, the new pattern. And it can be duplicated. In other words, it's a process of discipleship that can flow. When we live in that way, these models are looked by others to say, Hey, what is the model of the kingdom? What is that model and how we can live that? According to a heavenly pattern. Jesus is this Colossians 1.15. He is the image of the invisible God. Again, the firstborn of all creation. For by Him all things were created in heaven and earth, visible and invisible. Whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities All things were created through Him and for Him. And He is before all things. And in Him all things hold together. And He is the head of the body, the church. And He is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in everything He might be preeminent. For in Him all the fullness of God was pleased to dwell. And through Him to reconcile Himself to all things, whether on earth or in heaven, making peace by the blood of the cross. Jesus was a prototype. He was the firstborn. The first in all things. Jesus, our apostle and our high priest. But when you are in Christ, you carry that identity with Him. Amen. You are called with Him. I'm going to start ending off. You see, David, King David, was a proton believer. David started to release a pattern of worship. Something shifted and he started to implement 24-hour worship. And when we go look Again, at Genesis 2, there from verse 15 onwards, it speaks that when they received the command to, to work and labor, have dominion, and, and work the garden, their work was their worship. And then I suddenly realized that you don't just go to work and then you have Sundays and you worship that, that God said here that, hey, part of your calling and what you do, your work, is your worship. David instituted a 24-hour worship. Whether you sleep, because he says, whatever you do, do it for the glory of God, come on so what you do your work, it's a means of income and living as well, but it's your worship unto God there's a, there's a, there's a 24 hour worship that needs to, to take place within your spirit Abraham gives us a pattern concerning faith Samuel gave a, a pattern concerning the prophetic Joshua gave a, a pattern concerning warfare Elijah gave a pattern concerning prayer Daniel gave us a pattern for dreams and visions. And and Jesus, he gave us a pattern of how to be sons and daughters of God. Come on, he's, he's the perfect pattern of heaven and earth. Jesus was our example. I want to share, I think it's two more things. Proton believers are people of courage. People that's brave. Two characteristics necessary for us to be proton believers is to to have a courage to have boldness to be at the forefront of of what God is doing you see to you need to keep your boldness despite every challenge or opposition or persecution whatever may come you have to be bold you have to remain strong it means that you are brave you are fearless you are you are daring come on proton believers are are bold to preach Bring new truths. They bold to try new things. Proverbs 28.1 says, The righteous are as bold as a lion. Come on. And you know, a lion is the symbol of the apostolic ministry. The righteous is as bold as a lion. The tribe of Judah, their flag was a lion. Judah means praise. It It represents fearless praise. Powerful praise. Authority. It was a symbol of first. He said they had to go first. Come on, your praise is a weapon. Your praise can break forth. Your praise can break the ground. As you go and you first bring the praise, you will open up dimensions. You're bold in dealing with the demonic, bringing God's reign and kingdom and establish it in a place. Let me end with this. We can lift the music a little bit, please. In Genesis 49, Jacob comes and he blesses each and every son with a blessing and an inheritance. And he speaks this over Judah. He says, Judah is a young lion. My son, you return from the prey. And like a lion, he crouches and he lies down, like a lioness who dares to rouse him. The scepter will not depart from Judah, nor the staff from between his feet until Shiloh comes. And the allegiance of the nations is His. The scepter will not depart. The rule and the reign will not depart from Judah. I want to say that Judah with the lion, the calling of the apostolic, and that God wants to send you, that you're a sent one. He says that your authority, your rule, your reign, your dominion, He says it will not part from you. Nor the staff. It means law giving, that you are able to decree certain things, to speak what God says, until Shiloh comes. Shiloh was a different name or a by name for the Messiah. All right? What he says is, I want you to rule and reign like a lion. In the apostolic, in the anointing, to be sent forth. To go and break the ground. To go and take dominion. Until the Messiah comes. Until all nations are Elijah or swears allegiance or what is it? How do you say? Yeah. And the allegiance are, are under him. He says I want you to come and work and do and have dominion. Does it make sense? Come on, maybe it's a bit new for you and maybe you're you're thinking you want to try to keep that toriki on top. But God wants to call you out of something usual to something that's unusual and extraordinary. And when God wants to break your mindset, So we have to teach certain things that you can start thinking differently. Part of the kingdom and the culture and the nature, he says that kingdom comes with a concept. And concept is an idea. That's where conception comes from. You you come and you give birth to certain ideas. But if you have the wrong concept the whole time, you're going to have the wrong conclusions the whole time. Come on. So God wants to give you the right idea and the right concepts so that you can get to the right conclusions. God wants to come and tell you that you are brave, that you are courageous, that you can live a life of breakthrough, that even if the world thinks maybe you're a little bit crazy, that God calls you because He He calls you to live in the supernatural. He calls you to live in a life that's not ordinary and just, you know, playing it safe. But that God desires for you to say, go and have dominion. That's what, the, that's what Genesis was all about. He says, go and have dominion. Have authority, rule and reign. Work the ground. As you bring your worship, let it multiply. Let it expand. Let it become fruitful. Enjoy that what I want to give to you. And I don't, I don't want you to just be satisfied with the normal systems and the normal things anymore. But I pray that God will start to stir something in your heart to say, Lord, come and revive us. Let us rethink. Let us remodel. Let us go and take again. But you don't make plans to say, all right, let's, let's slow down. We always say, don't retire, refire." Come on. Don't retire, refire. If God has given you a word, you say, Lord, let's work this word. Let it come to fullness. Go and take dominion. Go and speak that word. Go and declare. Go and lay the foundation in that work so that God can come and build upon that. Let your praise go forth. Come on, let's stand together. Father, we love you. Come on, here where we are. I want you to respond to the Lord this morning in this way, that, that if you feel God calls you as a saint one, God calls you, you part of this house. You can of this you carry the apostolic nature and character you carry the grace to go and pioneer to go and do things to break the ground God calls you for breakthrough to be fearless to be bold I want you to respond to the Lord and the call this morning to say but yes Lord here I am send me here I am I will maybe you've you've carried hardships and you say, Lord, it's been tough. Don't get, don't get settled into the previous victories and say, Lord, I don't want to engage in new warfares. Don't want to engage into new battles. God says, come on, there's more for you to take. There's more ground for you to conquer. There's more places to have dominion and to rule and reign and expand. Father, I pray that you will expand our minds, that you will expand our hearts and we will understand the will and the nature of God, Father, that there's more of you. That today now, a a river will start to flow and fill us up to sustain us. I hear that the Lord says, I will sustain you. In this season, whatever you give, I will come and give back in greater measure. When you give of yourself, I will fill you up. But we only fill empty things. We don't go and fill up a bottle that's full. As you give and pour of yourself, God will come and fill you up the whole time. God will come and fill you up and fill you up. And God will expand you. God will lead you in wisdom. Even in the workplace that you will say, Lord, give me the new vision. Give me new strategy. Give me a new understanding. Let me see differently and let's take and have dominion because God wants to expand you. God wants you to be fruitful. God, God calls you and wants you to multiply. The word says God is not a man that he can lie. If God has given all these commands, if God says, "Go and do this, have God not then blessed you and given you the ability to walk in these things, to say that you can do it. I want to tell you this morning the Father says, over you, you can do it. I've called you by your name. I've given my nature, my character, my fragrance, my word, I've deposited into your life. I've made you a place of habitation by my spirit. You can do it. You can do it. I'm going to give 30 seconds. I want you to just, in your way, respond to the Lord. Come back and say, yes, Lord. I'm willing to take on these things. I'm willing to go on this journey. Even if it's hardships that I need to endure, you've given me a grace to do this. So come and just... Just communicate with the Holy Spirit. Just communicate with the Father. And maybe you're at a place We say, "Wow, well, Lord, <laughs> my first step is to just enter into your kingdom. First, become a disciple before I can go and make disciples. I want to give you the opportunity to come, to surrender to the Lord this morning, to say, Lord, I come to submit to your Lordship. I want to become a disciple of Christ, a follower. I acknowledge you as the King of kings and the Lord of lords. I come submit to your ways now. I give my heart to you in total surrender. I come now from kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of the light and the life. Thank you, Father. If you feel that call, I want you to, afterwards when we pray, come to me. Let us pray with you. Giving your life to the Lord. It's the most greatest moment in life when you come into the kingdom of light, the kingdom of life. Things start to change and shift in your life because of the king of kings. So, Father, we just say thank you. Thank you for this time. Just one moment. Just take in his presence. Let him speak to you. Let him speak to you. Father, we are here to hear your voice. We want to hear your instructions. We want to hear your call. We love you, Lord. Father, in this moment, let the shackles just fall off. Let the bondages just be released. Let the change just break off of us. And let the Spirit come to refresh us in a new way. For if God is for you, who can be against you? Father, I pray for for every man and woman here that you will give new vision. Release new vision this morning. Let us see, open our eyes to see you. Open our hearts. And lastly, Father, we come and we give our feet to you to say let our feet walk in your steps. Let our feet walk in your purpose. Let our feet follow your destiny and your calling. Paul says that I surrender the members of my body as instruments of righteousness unto God. Lord, today you can have my eyes so that I can see that the way you see. You can have my ears to hear, my mouth to start speaking the way that you speak. You can have my hands to serve you, my feet to walk after you, Lord. I come and give every part of me to say yes. There's no other way. Have your way in us, Lord. Have your way. We love you. In Jesus' name. And we all say amen. Come on. Amen. Come on, let's just give God a praise. Thank you, Jesus. You are good. Thank you for love. listening to this week's amen. podcast. If you would like to know more about who we are and what we do, go visit our website at bchurch.co.za. You're formed to function. Let's be church.